Did you know that olive oil is at its peak of flavor and nutrition right after it's fresh pressed at harvest time? That's why my favorite olive oil is delivered to me direct from the latest harvest, thanks to the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and as a listener of Intelligent Medicine, you can try a bottle of their finest artisanal olive oil, normally $39, for just $1 with no obligation to buy anything else. I've been enjoying these harvest fresh olive oils for years. They are far and away the brightest, most lively, and flavorful olive oils I've ever tasted. Their antioxidants and polyphenols are off the charts because they're fresh from the harvest. They make store-bought olive oils taste dull and flat by comparison. Taste for yourself. Check out this generous trial offer and get your $39 bottle for a buck with no obligation to buy anything else. Visit MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. In my case, it truly is. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's a weekend. That means it's time for you to share your opinions and phone calls. 877-726-8255. The subject is intelligent medicine. And we got lots to talk about this week. It's been a really, really busy week on the health front. Lots of uh, developments, a lot of developments that aren't really good. It's all about Delta, 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 and other variants because, uh, you know, we're running out of letters in the Greek alphabet. There's a cap, Kappa and uh, Lambda. Lambda's from uh, Brazil, so I guess you could call it the Lambada variant. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on on the health front. Uh, today we're going to talk about um, Roundup and how it finally might be banned from the U.S. home and garden market. We're going to talk about um, whether uh, there's a possibility that we can vanquish COVID-19, or do we just need to learn to live with it? 877-726-8255 is the number to get in on the action with questions or comments. Yeah, lots to talk about. Uh, also, is the keto diet a disease-promoting disaster? Recent studies suggest that's the case, but uh, we're going to do a deeper dive on that. 877-726-8255. Okay, uh, it's all about um, Delta, and people are in kind of a panic because in the wake of studies that show that even vaccinated people can get it again. And uh, we saw that with uh, the New York Yankees. New York Yankees, a uh, couple of pitchers, uh, Jordan Montgomery, uh, and uh, also uh, one of their catchers uh, have come down with COVID, even though they've been vaccinated. Uh, Garrett, uh, uh, their, their uh, premier pitcher, uh, these, are, these are signs that the vaccine is not entirely efficacious and it's throwing people into a panic because People think that uh, this is all about variants, and to some extent it is. The variants can elude the vaccines, but it's also about the fact that uh, vaccines uh, wear out. And the other disconcerting fact is that uh, if you've had COVID, uh, you, can, you can get it again. 
So, yeah, what's going on? Conferences are being canceled. Uh, I had a medical conference scheduled for September. They just uh, sent me notice that, no, they're not going to have it at the Hilton in New York because uh, they think it's going to be a super spreader event. Also, uh, vaccine mandates are being enacted. Uh, New York's uh, Mayor de Blasio has declared a vaccine mandate for people who want to go to gyms or go inside into restaurants. And uh, the government is also leveraging uh, businesses to enact mandates because they're saying, well, it's not enough uh, volunteerism. Uh, there's too many people out there who are vaccine refused next. We want to f- make it tough for them. And there's a lot of anger at people who have not been vaccinated. Scorn is being uh, uh, sent towards them. Here's a sample from Twitter. I'm going to read a couple of comments. The people who are refusing to get vaccinated are keeping us stuck in this pandemic. Their, quote, personal choice is hurting everyone else. I am so angry. And another comment. Yep, as the school year nears, it has evolved from disbelief at these people to unmitigated anger. I'm just so tired of the stupidity and the selfishness. And another comment. I think there's some real anger brewing out there among vaccinated folks that's not getting much attention. Instead, we see pieces trying to soothe the infantile reactants of the unvaccinated and blame it on those who've gotten shots. So a lot of pressure on people uh, to get vaccinated. Uh, There's now uh, new edicts that uh, kids, when they go back to school, they're going to need to be masked. There's even some uncertainty about school openings. Uh, There's, uh, you know, kind of wishy-washy statements by um, union officials and the teachers union saying, well, you know what, we're probably going to open, probably going to open. But, uh, What do you mean probably? Everybody says we need to open, but now they're saying they're hedging on that. And they're talking a lot about booster shots. Booster shots because two shots aren't enough. They're going to need a third. Uh, People have taken the J&J. They're going to need another one because the protection afforded is mm, not so complete. So um, I'm going to share with you an opinion from a, a guy who blogs extensively uh, Z Dog MD, and uh, he has some interesting things to say in an article entitled "The Delta Surge May Collapse Faster Than You Think." You know, we're all uh, catastrophizing, but what he's saying is that uh, looking at the statistics in Great Britain, uh, where they had their Delta Surge starting in May before us, and if you spot the trends, there was a little bit of an uptick, but now it's going down. It's going down. And there are far less deaths, and the hospitals are not being overwhelmed. It's not a catastrophe. It is a problem. But it's not uh, a disaster like uh, we experienced in the past. You know, we have PTSD about COVID, and we're thinking, "Uh uh-oh, here we go again. You know, it's going to be like uh, April of 2020. Well, he says no. Um, People shouldn't freak out. Uh, He says that uh, all the predictive models have been wrong and models that predict uh, hundreds of thousands of cases, well, you know, they were wrong last year when they said millions of people were going to die in the United States. Well, that's that was off. I mean, bad enough, but, you know, not millions, hundreds of thousands, yeah. But uh, what they're saying is that part of the what's driving Delta is that uh, there are a lot of younger people, especially young men, Uh, who've been vaccinated, and they have thrown caution completely to the wind. And because 
they got vaccinated earlier because the vaccine protection has waned. Uh, they're getting it again. So there's a lot of cases, but most of these cases are relatively mild. Far fewer deaths, far fewer hospitalizations. Most of the people who are really at high risk, uh, 90% or more of the uh, elderly, the people with uh, comorbidities like diabetes and hypertension, uh, they have taken the vaccine. So they are protected. The vulnerable mostly have taken the vaccine. So the, the, the Delta variant is circulating among vaccinated people and unvaccinated people. And um, so it is likely that Delta cases are going to plummet in the U.S. in short order, maybe in a month or two. And um, the other factor is that people adjust their behaviors. More people will get the vaccine. More people will be cautious because, you know, we maybe had a little bit of a false sense of security uh, this summer as we saw a real, real substantial decline in cases at the beginning of the summer before the Delta variant emerged and before vaccine protection waned. And so now I think people are going to be more careful, more circumspect. I certainly am. And um, he says in this article, the dynamics of the pandemics change because of natural human response to what they feel is the ebb and flow of the thing. And here's an interesting insight, because there are a lot of cases in the South, and many of these states are red states. So what they're saying is, well, you know, they have Republican governors who are not you know, telling people they don't need to wear masks, that there were no vaccine mandates, that it's, it's about that. And to some extent it is. But interesting fact that he points out is that summer in the north is winter in the south of the United States. And by that I mean not that they're cooler temperatures, but when it's so hot and oppressive in August. Have you ever been in Florida in August? I have. And it's, it's, you can practically cut the air with a knife. It is so hot and humid that you don't go outside very much. Most people spend time inside at bars and restaurants. During the winter, they could sit outside or they gather together in you know groups at home with the air conditioning on. And uh, there's less humidity. There's poor ventilation, dry air. Uh, so, yeah, that may be at least in part how we explain a surge in Florida right now. And uh, a lot of people are getting it. People who haven't had it before. People who uh, have, especially the younger people, because younger people, they're less likely to die. They're going to get it. It's going to f- afford them natural immunity. Uh, and, and of course, the, the vaccinated people, they're going to get a second round, and that may boost their immunity like a booster vaccine. And um, it's likely that um, we may see a, um, an easing of our uh, current surge in short order. That at least is one optimistic view. We never know. We never, with this one thing about COVID is that it continues to elude our best predictions. Can't stay ahead of it. Virus going to be a virus and it's going to, it's going to find its way around all the impediments we put in its path. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman and this is Intelligent Medicine. 
This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky over-the-counter or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals. Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255 is our number. By the way, that number available to you 24-7 so you can record a question. We had a live caller, though, from Queens, New York. Hi, Jason. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. Hi. Thank you for all the great information you give. Um, Could you throw some light on some contradictory studies regarding fish oil and uh, heart fibrillation? My research indicated that Fish oil may help reduce uh, ventricular uh, fibrillation, but it actually could increase atrial. And that doesn't yes, make sense yes. to me, and I yeah, would like that, your that, opinion. Yeah, that's actually a very nuanced understanding of the subject, because uh, there were a lot of studies uh, in the early aughts, you know, 2000-something, uh, you know, about 10 or 15 years ago, suggesting that fish oil could reduce the incidence of arrhythmias. And, you know, there are two types of, basically two types of arrhythmias. There are atrial arrhythmias, such as tachycardia, uh, also uh, atrial flutter, and of course, atrial fibrillation. Atrial fibrillation being more dangerous because in and of itself, it doesn't kill you. You don't drop dead from it, but you can get a blood clot. The more dangerous type of arrhythmias are ventricular arrhythmias because that can cause a nasty thing called sudden death. Yeah, we don't want any of that. So, uh, you know, the heart just beats uncontrollably, uh, ventricular tachycardia or ventricular fibrillation. Uh, that's a, an end game scenario. So uh, it appears that uh, there's some contradictions on the effects of, of fish oil is that it may reduce 
the irritability of the ventricle uh, and stabilize the rhythm. But in some recent studies, it somewhat increased the risk of atrial arrhythmia. Now, that does not mean that people who have atrial fibrillation should stop taking fish oil because they already got atrial fibrillation. So it's, you know, that ship has sailed. Uh, But the fish oil may actually be beneficial because uh, most people have atrial fibrillation have coexisting cardiovascular disease uh, in the blood vessels. And we know that fish oil is beneficial for the blood vessel type heart problem where it affects the coronary arteries. Uh, It also... Uh, has uh, it has an anti-inflammatory effect, uh, so that may be good when it comes to protecting the arteries, and um, it also has a little bit of a blood thinning effect, which is desirable if you know if you're already taking aspirin or taking something to uh, thin the blood. Uh, the additional uh, benefit from the fish oil is that it may help to prevent blood clots. So um, yeah, that's how you that's how you you, you sort it out. You know, sometimes um, there's there's controversy and paradoxical information about that but i think you have brought some a little bit of a nuance to understanding uh why some studies say it protects the heart from arrhythmias and other studies say oh it may slightly increase and i'm not entirely convinced that it does increase the risk of atrial fibrillation i looked at some of those studies and uh, i'm not sure that that um, really is the case but you got atrial fibrillation don't stop taking fish oil that's for sure 877-726-8255, our number. Um, okay, long COVID is a thing, and uh, it may affect up to 10% of the population, and we're going to share uh, information on that uh, with you next week in an exciting podcast with a doctor who's done a lot of research on long COVID, all the symptoms that people have that don't go away, the fatigue, the, the dizziness, the uh, exertional incapacity, uh, bodily aches and pains, headaches, and so on. Um, these are symptoms of long COVID. And, you know, long COVID is, is a concern because even if you think you're not going to die of COVID, okay, you'll survive it. There, there's about a 10% chance you may develop long COVID. Well, here's a study on long COVID in kids. How often did kids develop long COVID? Because that's a concern. You may say, well, the kids aren't going to die, but will they develop like this nasty chronic fatigue-like syndrome. It turns out, no. Uh, Few children reported a lengthy illness from COVID-19. Less than 5% reported COVID-19 symptoms for more than 28 days. Less than 2% reported symptoms for over 56 days. So, uh, you know your kid's not going to die, but it's reassuring uh, that uh, even if they have a mild case, they won't develop um, long COVID, according to this latest study from the UK. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255, our number for Intelligent Medicine. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman for a suite of professional-grade products from Protocol for Life Balance, which can help support your body's healthy detoxification process. They aid in the elimination of certain environmental toxins from the body, support healthy cellular reproduction cycles and liver function, and promote healthy hormone metabolism. They're available at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance.
We all know that probiotics are good for digestive health, but your skin, too? I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty. Common skincare products, especially harsh soaps, can disrupt the balance of the good bacteria on your skin. But there's a progressive new approach to skincare that allows you to create a healthier environment on your skin. Probiotic skincare. Dr. Ohira applied ancient Japanese fermentation skills to merge his famous pre, pro, and postbiotic nutrients into a revolutionary 100% natural skincare line. The Kampuku Beauty Bar, honored with the Best of Beauty Award by Better Nutrition. Beautifully clarifies and rebalances even sensitive skin without drying. The Magaroku Lotion and the Hadayubi Moisturizer combine Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotic complex with 14 wild plant extracts plus one of the most skin-compatible emollients known to help restore your natural glow. As a health and beauty expert, I recommend the daily use of Dr. O'Hara's skincare products available at Sprouts and other fine health stores. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. Our number, 877-726-8255. And uh, coming up, uh, we're going to talk about uh, whether COVID can be eradicated. But first, that number, 877-726-8255, enables you to record a question, as uh, this person has done. Let's hear from them. I've been diagnosed as having a scleroderma systemic, and I've had it now for several years. And I'm just questioning about taking this COVID shot. I'm scared to death of it because it starts my immune system reacting all over again. What do you suggest? What would you do? Thank you. Okay, so yeah, it's an interesting question. You know, first of all, what is systemic scleroderma? Systemic scleroderma is uh, a type of uh, autoimmune disease that is akin to lupus, but it's associated with the hardening and fibrosis of the tissues, uh, which uh, occurs uh, sometimes in the face, sometimes in the fingers. People have uh, circulatory problems. And um, they uh, also uh, may have internal manifestations. So when it's systemic, means it could affect the lungs, causing lung fibrosis and breathing restriction. Uh, it can also affect uh, the kidneys, and so it uh, can be a you know pretty pretty dangerous condition. It's treated with autoimmune medications. Uh, by the way, hydroxychloroquine, which uh, recently was popular for COVID, is um, one of the standard treatments for systemic scleroderma. But sometimes they use more powerful immune suppressant drugs. So. Um, I have a few patients who have systemic scleroderma. It's not that common. It's not as common as lupus or rheumatoid arthritis. But, um, and they have taken the vaccine, and they were okay. And it's probably, if, if they have breathing problems to begin with, you know, it's all a risk-benefit calculation. If you have breathing problems to begin with, and you're considering taking a vaccine to protect you from something that kills you because it damages your lungs and puts you on a ventilator, uh, it tilts the equation more towards taking the vaccine rather than avoiding the vaccine. Now, hypothetically, you could activate your immune system and cause a reactivation of your scleroderma. Say your scleroderma is under control, then your immune system gets activated, everything is worse. You never know. But uh, the people who... Uh, make policy around this. The uh, rheumatology folks have said that it is safe 
and advisable to take the vaccine if you have a condition like scleroderma. There's no contraindication to taking the vaccine. But of course, the results may vary. It is a little bit of a crapshoot when it comes to uh, what can happen uh, if you have an autoimmune disease. I've seen some patients who have, uh, you know, mild and not too bothersome arthritis who've taken the vaccine and they get a big flare. So, um, you know, it's it's a little bit uh, unclear. Wish we had better ways of predicting uh, who's more likely to have a vaccine reaction. But so far, there's there's no marker. There's no blood test. There's no data which informs us uh, who is at risk. And then we have a one-size-fits-all thing, you know, where they say everybody should take the vaccine. Doesn't matter what your underlying condition is. But uh, I think we need a more refined approach to selecting that minority of people who may be at risk when they take the shot. 877-726-8255 is our number. As you know, I am a big proponent of CBD, that's cannabidiol, to tonify the endocannabinoid system. And I found it helps people relax and it can support restful sleep. It is truly a breakthrough in herbal products. And it's available over the counter. The CBD brand I take personally and I recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. It's the highest quality and most researched form of CBD. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD. CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD Plus theanine and 5-HTP. And there's CBD Sleep, which aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD Plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract, which helps to lower cortisol and relaxing lemon, lemon balm, so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Now, something interesting has happened recently. Uh, recently, some studies have been performed on people with long COVID, and it appears that CBD may help those patients get better. It helps their sleep, and it may have a some immune modulating effect that helps them get out of the cycle of fatigue and body aches and malaise. Both of these products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. So big question is, uh, when will it end? When will COVID-19 end? And I have here an article from the BMJ, formerly called the British Medical Journal, but they now abbreviate it. It's the BMJ, BMJ Global Health. Global eradication of COVID-19 probably feasible, say public health experts. So what they're saying is, is we just have to overcome vaccine resistance, get more people vaccinated, and uh, a little more in the way of some masking and lockdown. Uh, they say that um, even if there are variants, we can come up with more vaccines. Uh, ultimately, they say that uh, even though it's a virus that is changeable, uh, that it is possible for us to eradicate COVID-19. 
So here's my opinion on the subject, because uh, when it comes to the current frenzy to get everyone vaccinated and to put restrictions on the unvaccinated and then to now tell people that uh, they need to wear masks all the time, um, you know, ultimately it's not going to work. It's not going to work because we're not, if our goal is to eradicate COVID-19, that is an unattainable goal because uh, it is a virus that, unlike smallpox, we were able to eradicate smallpox. So they said, well, you know, let's eradicate COVID-19. That's the, the rationale for universal vaccination. It's going to take, according to experts now looking at the Delta variant, 93% of people are going to need to be vaccinated. So there are some people who, for medical reasons, can't be vaccinated, but that's a relatively small number of people. There's some people who are mistrustful of the vaccine and they don't have any underlying medical conditions, but they're mistrustful. They're just mistrustful. And um, there's some people who don't want to get vaccinated because they've already had COVID-19. So they think it confers protection. We'll talk a little bit about that later in the program. So all this frenzy to make it tough for the unvaccinated to live, to go to restaurants, to go to gyms. By the way, you know, what a dumb idea. You tell people who are unvaccinated, they're vulnerable to COVID-19. Now you can't exercise. Well, studies have shown that you have about uh, two and a half times the risk of serious COVID-19 or death if you're sedentary. So we're telling these people who are unvaccinated, okay, now your opportunity to exercise is curtailed. Well, of course you can go outside. I've been, you know, even though my gym is closed, I've been exercising a ton outside even during the winter. So, you know, it's not dependent on a gym, but you get the idea. But to tell people uh, that they uh, can't live a life, they can't travel, they can't go to school, they, you know, you can't, uh, college kids can't attend their university. Is, is this going to provoke uh, a lot of frustration, anger, and backlash, and polarization, too, because it's the, the haves and the have-nots. It's the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated, and they're pitting one against the other. Uh, it turns out that unlike viruses like polio or measles, that have been largely wiped out, measles uh, is relatively rare. Uh, polio, by talk about anti-vax, there are health workers who go into parts of uh, places like Afghanistan uh, to administer polio shots and they get killed. That's real vaccine resistance from the Taliban and uh, people who believe that the vaccine is really a plan to um, put microchips into them or whatever or kill them with some pathogen, biological warfare from the U.S., um, it turns out that the coronavirus has different characteristics, making it difficult to eliminate, even with the help of vaccines. It it mutates rapidly, just like the flu. And we haven't had that much success in eradicating the flu, have we? So, uh, yeah, we can do boosters, and that's what they're talking about. Uh, vaccines do what they're supposed to do, which is they reduce symptoms in people who get COVID, and they don't provide a complete bulwark against the risk of dying, but the risk of dying is considerably reduced. So that's what they do. But do does a 
campaign to get everybody vaccinated, will it eradicate COVID? I think, you know, the analogy is, um, you know, you go to the Coke machine and you put a dollar in the Coke machine and you stand there and the machine doesn't do anything. And you get mad, you start banging on the machine. Pretty soon you're hurting your hands, your wrists, you're kicking the machine, you jam your toe and you scream and yell, you're frustrated. You issue a lot of epithets. And finally, the realization dawns that no way, no how, is that Coke machine going to deliver that desirable beverage and you walk away from the machine. You lost your dollar and you walk away from the machine. But that can be very liberating because with that realization comes more opportunities because <laughs> you're not standing at the Coke machine banging your hands and you're messing up your toes and feet, kicking the machine. It's over. There's a freedom in the realization that the Coke machine ain't going to deliver any Coke. And similarly, I think we need to come to the realization that COVID-19 won't be eradicated. We need better therapeutics. We need an all-of-the-above approach. We need vaccines, perhaps boosters that match the newer variants. Uh, and we also need lifestyle approaches that make people less vulnerable. There's no question that there's many things we can do to reduce our chance of getting very sick and dying from COVID. A uh, fair number of my patients, so they let their guards down, some of them vaccinated, some of them unvaccinated, they have COVID, but they all have mild cases because they're taking the right supplements and eating a very clean diet. And so uh, this is something that we need to walk away from the Coke machine. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255 is our number for Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's that time of year again when everyone suffers from some kind of upper respiratory problem. We miss work and feel miserable spending too much time with doctors and pharmacists. That is, unless we protect ourselves and our families with a product that I recommend to my patients. Clear saline nasal spray and sinus rinse. Clear combines the unique properties of xylitol and the health-promoting benefits of a saline nasal spray to help cleanse, moisturize, and soothe your sinuses and nasal passages. Clear helps wash away bacteria, pollens, and other irritants before they have a chance to attack the sensitive tissues in your upper respiratory tract. Clear is easy to use, effective, and safe for people of all ages. Clear is simply your best defense in an increasingly dirty and polluted world. I use it myself. You can find Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Wash at Vitamin Shop, CVS, Rite Aid, and other drugstores, supermarkets, and pharmacies near you, as well as Amazon. Or you can visit Clear on the web at clear.com. That's www.xlear.com. 
Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255 is our number. And uh, I got the Olympics on on the monitor here, of course, uh, on mute. And uh, watching out of the corner of my eye, I see the uh, American women have just won gold in water polo. I never watch water polo. Once every four years, I watch water polo because it's the Olympics. But uh, they're so excited, these uh, gals, that they just pulled their uh, coach it's like a looks like a middle-aged guy into the pool with them <laughs> so it's they're uh, overcome with emotion uh 8777268255 our number and uh, so a big question is and this is actually part of vaccine resistance is if you've had covid you know documented case of covid you were sick and then you tested positive uh, do you really need to take the shot? And part of the resistance to the vaccine mandates is like a lot of people are saying, well, I've already had COVID. Why do I need the shot? Um, and so there's a headline here saying that, and I'm quoting, debate is over. COVID vax doubled protection for the previously infected. And then the a line below it says, if you have had COVID-19 before, please still get vaccinated, says CDC Director uh, Walensky, who is, by the way, just terrible at messaging. She may be a phenomenal doctor. She's head of infectious diseases at uh, Harvard uh, Hospital. and But she, her messaging is just abysmal. Uh, you know, it's sometimes the clinical expertise does not translate to public health. So, you know, I looked at the headline and I said, well, I want to learn more about this because they say the debate is over. Okay, the debate's over, so forget about it. That means vaccine mandates. We don't care if you've already had it. You got to take the shot because the study says that you're, you need to take the shot. Because that, just because you had COVID doesn't mean, you know, you're in a fool's paradise if you think you're protected. Uh, they say unvaccinated adults who were previously infected with COVID-19 were twice as likely to be reinfected as those previously infected, but also fully vaccinated, researchers found. So yeah, I'm looking at this and I ask myself, um, how big is this study? And what does it mean? Uh, because I've seen patients get it twice. Now, there's no question people can get it again. Uh, one patient that I saw last week she had it kind of bad the first time, and then she got it again, and it was less bad. It's kind of like the vaccine, because you have some immunity, but you're not invulnerable. So here's what it actually boils down to, because it's a lit, you know, I've, I've seen some studies that show, uh, for example, that statins have your risk of getting a heart attack. Taking a statin has your risk of a heart attack, but it may be that uh, one in a hundred People who take statins get a heart attack, and two in a hundred who t uh, who don't take statins get a heart attack. So it does, in fact, in fact, reduce your risk of a heart attack, and it halves it. But your risk is so low anyway. So, sure enough, it turns out that according to the study, the likelihood of getting infected, um, if you have contact with an infected individual, one in twenty-six. If you've been vaccinated, 
one in 13 if you're not vaccinated. So it does have your risk, but your risk is still pretty low. Even it, And this is for people who have contact with an infected individual. Like if you're living like a hermit and you're taking precautions, you got pretty pretty low risk, <laughs> you know, right? Um, masking and so on. So 126, if this is for people who've already had it, if you have contact with an infected individual, one in 13 if you're not vaccinated. So, and, and then I look at previous studies. Here's an interesting one from just a couple of months ago. Um, they looked at the incidence of COVID-19 among uh, 52,000 employees in a hospital uh, system. COVID-19 did not occur in anyone over the five months of the study among 2,579 individuals previously infected, including 1,359 who did not take the vaccine. So zero cases. And uh, this article, have had COVID, you'll probably make antibodies for a lifetime, although that doesn't confer complete protection, but the antibodies will uh, minimize your chances of severe uh, COVID. It's another headline, COVID reinfections are unusual, but you still could pass the virus along. Yes, just as with vaccinated individuals, the virus can live in your nose, but it doesn't get into your system. 877-726-8255. Get ready for another hour of Intelligent Medicine. An opportunity for you to call with questions, comments. We're here for you. we got lots of great stories to share with you. So hang in there. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. <laughs> 